0: Title of the message, The Knowledge of Jesus is Life. The Knowledge of Jesus is Life. When the knowledge of him, of the word of God, enters your heart, By the revelation of the Holy Spirit, that knowledge is life. That knowledge is power. Hallelujah. That knowledge is internal transformation. You have to meet him. There's a difference between natural knowledge and spiritual knowledge. You can study spiritual things with a natural mind and end up with natural knowledge. Knowledge that comes from God is called the spirit of knowledge. Hallelujah. Isaiah 11.2, The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. That's Jesus. So Isaiah, hundreds of years before, is prophesying about Jesus. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. So when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you can receive wisdom and understanding that surpasses human thought. There you go. So some people say, well, I just know. I just know. You know, I just know what to do. I can't tell you why. It's a spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. When Solomon prayed for wisdom, he received the spirit of wisdom and knowledge so that he could... uh, I think he had 3,000 songs memorised Uh, He could name anything, any animal, anything that you gave him. Um, The spirit of knowledge came upon him. You can learn by going to school, to college, university, but the spirit of knowledge is a different way of learning. It's when the Holy Spirit (laughs) speaks to you, gives you understanding, wisdom, counsel, knowledge. Divine knowledge is only received by the Holy Spirit. Doesn't matter how many years you go to Bible college. Doesn't matter how many years you study the Bible. I remember a man uh, said to me, I read the Bible every night for years and years and years, but I don't understand anything I read. You need a revelation by the Holy Spirit, and that revelation will give you knowledge divine knowledge that will change your life. Paul uh, sorry John the Baptist says in John 1:33 speaking John the Baptist is speaking about Jesus and he says I did not know him. You can know about Jesus but do you know him? You know that was the question that my mother asked me when I was 10 years old. She said Mark, do you know Jesus? And at 10 years of uh, of age, I had an understanding between the difference between natural knowledge and divine knowledge. And I thought, I know about him. I've been to church all my life, practically born in church. My dad was a minister uh, of music, but I don't know him. She was asking me, do you have a divine knowledge, a revelation of Jesus Christ? John says I did not know him but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me upon whom you see the spirit descending and remaining on him this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. So when when John the Baptist saw Jesus coming into the water and he, was being, and he baptized him, he saw the Holy Spirit, his eyes of his heart were open and he could know Jesus. John 1.10, he, Jesus, was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own did not receive him. What we need is to know Jesus, and the knowledge of him is life, abundant life. The knowledge of him will enter a child. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, you think about it, you know, like the knowledge of Jesus can enter. Hallelujah. It's beyond natural Understanding. 1 Corinthians 2 9. But as it is written, Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him, but God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. Hallelujah. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of of knowledge, and he is searching the knowledge of of God. Hallelujah. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. If you walk in the spirit of the world, you'll have no revelation of God because you need the Spirit of God to be revealed to you. Hallelujah. To reveal the things of God. You cannot be born again unless the Holy Spirit reveals the gospel to you, that by faith in Jesus Christ, your sins can be taken away. It's the knowledge of Jesus, the gospel, the word of God, that brings life. And that knowledge, that divine knowledge is brought to us by the Holy Spirit. Heavenly knowledge surpasses natural understanding or natural knowledge. Let's look at this. Ephesians 3 verse 17. You are ready to go deeper? Everyone say deeper. deeper. <laughs> that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love May be able to comprehend. What does it mean to comprehend? To know. Okay? You're going to receive knowledge. May be able to comprehend, to know with all the saints what is the width, the length, the depth, the height, to know. Everyone say know. Everyone say knowledge. To know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with the fullness of God. When the love of God comes into your heart by the Holy Spirit, it will surpass human knowledge. Many, many times I've asked people, what do you feel happening to, to you when they're receiving their miracle? Hallelujah. When they're receiving the love of God and they say, I can't explain it. The human mind can't explain the knowledge, the treasures of knowledge that are being imparted into the person. It's beyond. And yet we comprehend it with all the saints. You know, if I was to talk to an unbeliever and say I've been baptized in fire, you know, they go, what are you talking about? But if I talk to some of you and say, have you been baptised in fire? Yes, I know what you're talking about. I can't explain exactly except I get really hot, but I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Amen. Now, there is a spiritual battle against heavenly knowledge. There is a spiritual battle against heavenly knowledge. Why do you think the social media platforms are trying to censor so much stuff? Because there is a battle in which Satan wants to stop heavenly knowledge, particularly deliverance. (laughs) Praise God. 2 Corinthians 10.4, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against what? Against the knowledge of God. People have so many arguments, so many stuff. Their head's full of all this stuff against the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You're a sinner. You need to repent. You're sick. There is a healer. His name is Jesus. You've got schizophrenia. You need deliverance. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. It's simple. Know Jesus and you will know life. Divine knowledge of Jesus Christ and His Word will bring life. You know, you can go to university, I've been to university, you can learn all sorts of stuff, you can learn a trade, you can learn about science and engineering, but that knowledge will not transform your life, will not make you righteous, will not heal you, will not deliver you of schizophrenia. When you receive the knowledge of Jesus, it's life-changing. Praise God. He is. Let's talk about who he is. You ready? Who is this Jesus? He is the saviour of the sinner. He's the saviour of the world. He's the saviour of the lost. Praise God. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son as the saviour of the world, John 4, 14. He is the King whose kingdom shall never end. The kingdoms of this world are passing, but his kingdom shall never end. And the angel said to Mary in Luke 1.31, And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. He is our refuge in the storm. Psalm 46 verse 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help. In trouble. He is the light of the world. John 8:12. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. When you know the light of Jesus Christ, you no longer walk in the darkness of sin. He is the word of God, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus Christ is the Word of God. The primary way of knowing Jesus is meditating on the Word of God by faith. He is the bread of life. Hallelujah. You can nourish yourself spiritually and partake of the divine nature of Jesus. And Jesus said to them, John 6.35, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. He who believes in me shall never thirst. He is he is our provider, Matthew fourteen nineteen. You see, as you know who Jesus is, you can believe all of these things are yours. He is the divine provider. He took the five loaves, the two fish, <coughs> and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples, and the disciples gave to the multitudes. So they all ate and were filled and they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments that remained. Now those who had eaten were about 5,000 men besides women and children. I love the the concept here that he not only fed the 5,000 but it overflowed in 12 baskets. Hallelujah. Jesus is the healer. You know, some people, they're sick. They carry all this sickness and they never know that there's healing in Jesus. And great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. Matthew twelve fifteen. He didn't ask them how spiritual they were. He didn't ask them about their sins. He just healed them all. That's the love and compassion and mercy of God. Praise God. That doesn't mean you don't have to repent. It means that he healed them all. That's grace. He heals them not because you. Del- he heals us not because we deserve it. He heals us because of his mercy. Jesus Christ is the deliverer. He'll set you free if you are tormented. Matthew 17:18. Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the child was cured from that hour. And how many do, testimonies do we have of that very thing? Just as Jesus did it then, he's doing it today. He is the shepherd of our soul. He's the shepherd of the lost. John ten eleven. I am the good shepherd, said Jesus. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. You are not alone in this world if your wife or your husband has abandoned you, your children don't have anything to do with you, you got rejected at work, you lost your job, all these bad things are happening to you, you have a friend who will stick closer than a brother. You have a shepherd who will carry you like a sheep. He is the rock in our life. Psalm 95 verse 1, Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Praise God. He is the saviour of our sins. He is the saviour in every situation. He is the water that flows in the wilderness when everything dries up and there doesn't seem to be any hope and it's all misery all around. 1 Corinthians 10, 4, And all drank from the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. The Israelites wandered in the wilderness 40 years, and he gave them food and drink. He is the comforter of the afflicted. Are you broken in heart? Have you been abused? Have you been thrown out and rejected? And, uh, you know, you suffer the wounding of the soul. Jesus Christ is the comforter of the soul. Yea, though I walk through the valley of a shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. If you're going through a situation, meditate on who Jesus is. He is life. Praise God. He is your friend. John 15, 14, Jesus said, you are my friends. Put your hand on your chest. Say, Jesus is my friend. Jesus said, you are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. That is divine knowledge. When you obey Jesus Christ by giving your life to him, by believing in him, he will impart to you divine knowledge. For a servant does not know what his master is doing, but we have become friends by obeying the word of God and believing Jesus Christ. But I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my father I have made known to you. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, despite what all conservative Christians might think, Jesus Christ is the baptizer in the Holy Spirit and he's a baptizer in fire and he's still doing it today. John answered, saying to all, I indeed baptise you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. He will baptise you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Jesus Christ is the anointed one. All anointing comes from him. He might give an impartation to you, but it still belongs to him. Hebrews 1.8. But to the Son... He says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. That means when the oil of gladness comes upon you, you may well turn into something different. You may well get drunk with laughter, be rolling on the floor, drunk with laughter, and that's what happened Last century, and they called them them the holy rollers. They used to roll on the floor and preach holiness and get drunk with laughter. Praise God. So the knowledge of Christ is life, it's discernment, it's grace, it's transforming on the inside of a person. Proverbs 3.13, happy is the man who finds wisdom, the man who gains understanding. Remember, The spirit of wisdom and understanding is on Jesus. When you find him, you will find wisdom and understanding. She is a tree of life to all those who take hold of her and happy are all who retain her. Hallelujah. Take hold of Jesus. Receive that divine knowledge from the word of God. Happy are all who retain him. Amen. Praise God. So the Lord wants you to know him from the heart. Receive divine knowledge in the heart. When you receive the word of God in your heart, that divine knowledge will produce faith. To know him is to believe in him. To know him is to believe in him. In Proverbs, we read in uh, Proverbs 4, uh, verse 22, For his words are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. If you are sick, if you are demonized, if you are in poverty, take his word into your heart. It will be life to you and it will bring healing to your flesh and it will bring life to everyone around you. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Praise God. Hallelujah. So. To know heavenly knowledge will bring about the ability to discern what is evil. There's a difference between discerning evil and knowing evil. Remember the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that they were forbidden to eat. When you eat of sin, you will know evil, but it doesn't mean that you'll be able to discern it. It's through the knowledge of Jesus Christ, he is the light of the world, that you can discern evil because when discernment comes from a higher vantage point. It's like standing on a heavenly mountain and looking down and seeing the valley of darkness. There is a difference between discerning evil and discerning from the vantage point of righteousness and knowing evil from experience. Through the knowledge of evil, the heart can become a habitation of evil spirits. Through the knowledge of heavenly wisdom and understanding, the heart becomes the habitation of Jesus Christ. Praise God. But if you allow yourself to be tempted and to be drawn into sin, you think, well, it doesn't really matter. I'll just watch this. I'll watch this pornography. I'll watch this horror movie. I'll listen to this, uh, this uh, hard rock music. I'll listen to this uh, sexual song. I'll, I'll watch this uh, ungodly m- movie where there's explicit sex. You know, if you allow yourself to be drawn by the enemy and tempted and then he'll draw you into partaking of sin so that you'll know evil and that's where he gets access to your heart. That's where spirits, evil spirits get access to you. Rather, we should be solely focused on heavenly knowledge, solely focused on Jesus Christ and the things of heaven. Amen. So we read in 2 Timothy 2.24, Paul says to Timothy, A servant of the Lord must not quarrel but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, in humility, Correcting those who are in opposition if God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth. Everyone say know the truth. Know the truth. And that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil having been taken captive by him to do his will. Therefore, heavenly knowledge is truth. And through heavenly truth, you can escape the snares of the devil. What is a snare? In the Bible, a snare is like a curse. It's a trap. You, you stick your foot in it, click, and you're trapped. You're ensnared. But through partaking of the truth of Christ, heavenly knowledge, you can be set free of demonic snares through repentance from these things. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I want to uh, encourage you to focus on the Word of God. Be disciplined in your personal life. Meditate on the Word. Partake of heavenly knowledge. That heavenly knowledge of Jesus Christ is life-changing. It will change yourself, your circumstances. It'll work. It'll work. That knowledge is not a fact. It's divine truth. There's a difference. Facts can't do anything. Knowledge from God can. Hallelujah. The spirit of knowledge will work in your life. So don't starve yourself from the word of God. Feed yourself on the word. To visit the word of God is to visit Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God.